This is the PBNN Podcast. All right, guys, we're back for um, Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2 today. So we'll start off kind of like we do every week. How'd it go? Another week. week. Yeah. Um, My week was good, man. It was good. It was a... Um, whoops. Chair about came out from under me. Um, it was good, man. We had we had a good week. It was busy. Um, it, it's usually busy. You know how that is. I know yeah. you're always busy, so but but it was good. It, it was um, it was productive. Um, we had a good time at church today. Um, we've been in wrong, or excuse me, we've been in John chapter ten, so that was fun. We, we we stayed in 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 John ten. Still, that's a good chapter. Yeah. Um, but it was good, man. We, we've been busy, but nothing too crazy. I didn't get in trouble with my wife this week That's like good. last time, so that That's was good. good. We had a peaceful That's weekend. A That's right. When things are peaceful at home. Yeah. Um, but it was good. What about you? So, man, this week flew by for me. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we were so busy, because uh, we had basketball games and practices and everything all week long. So it seemed to go by really fast. I think this is the first week, you know, I preach today. Normally uh, – Normally the week I preach, man, it's awful at my house. It's like we go at it, everybody. Yeah. Like it's chaotic. You may even preachers do that. Right. Have I know. a bad Shocker. week. Yeah, yeah, we have a bad week. But your kids don't misbehave though, right? No, never. Yeah, mine don't never. either. So, um, <laughs> like we normally, it's just it's just a very hectic week. Mm-hmm. But I think this is the first week, and I couldn't tell you how long, that we didn't fuss. Yeah, we bumped heads a little bit, but... It just wasn't – it was different this week. Yeah. So I remember thinking last night before I went to bed, I was like, man, uh, tomorrow's it. I've made it a week. Yeah. You know, what, what's tomorrow morning going to bring? But it it went fine. No problems? No. No big no, argument? No, no spousal dispute? No. No domestic dispute? No, man. nothing. Didn't he have to call the police That's this awesome. week, man? Yeah. No police. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. It's funny because, like, you know, we, we joke about that, but, <clears throat> you know, people really don't – I don't think a lot of people really know that just because somebody's a preacher, like, they're no different than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. really, there's really yeah. no difference in no. a preacher and a preacher's wife no. than, a, than somebody who's not a preacher and not a preacher's wife. There's no difference whatsoever other no. than that person preaches. But it's far. <laughs> cough drop <laughs> You didn't say that. I know the exact Nathan same thing. just tried to put a cough drop in his mouth. And that's what I get We're making... going to start recording this, you know, with a video. To that's let what I get for making this. fun of you. Yeah, that's right. But really, people don't understand that it's there's no difference. I always thought no. there was some difference, right? right? I mean, did you? Yeah. Like yeah, growing absolutely. up, I, I looked at a preacher and I thought, man, that he's just different. You know, yeah. they don't, right. they don't have the same problems I do. You know, no, but they then you look at them laugh and hug. Yeah. And, oh man, man, his wife, him and his wife, they love each other yes, so much. Yes. You know what I mean? I bet they never argue. Never. Right? No, of course not. Um, but it's not true. They're just like everybody else. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, that they really are. Me and Holly, we it's just like everybody else. We have good days and bad mm-hmm. days. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we just, um, you know, some days you're just crazy about each other and you just yeah. want to spend every second together. And some days you just, like, really just want to yeah. get some space between. Yeah. It's just normal I think, people. I think I'm just going to go to the gym for a little yeah, while. Just, <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, but it's right. just it's so, it's so completely normal. And, and we were kind of talking about that at church this morning, how I think sometimes um, – Christians or um, church-going people, people look at Christians or church-going people. I hope that's the same crowd. Maybe not always, but they look at them and think, "Man, they are they are so um, perfect mm-hmm. and maybe uptight and stiff." Kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Right. But you know, Christians can like 
Christians have problems like everybody else. They have marital problems. They have problems with their kids. Yeah. Everything like that. But even beyond that, Christians know how to have a good time too. Right? Right. Like you don't have to be stiff all the time. No. Like Christians, like th- there's a difference, and we're, we're going to talk about that today. That there right. should be there is a the mark that we're that we're going for as Christians. However, Christians do know how to have a good time. We do laugh yeah. and and Absolutely. like and like cut up and yeah. like joke and yeah. aggravate and like. I mean, like, we're we're goofy when we get yes, together. Yes, have fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, but I really just I honestly. Honestly, I did not really realize that until I got older. Like, I really mm-hmm. thought, I thought, first of all, that, like, preachers and their wives were really perfect and weird. And yeah. I thought Christians yeah. were just, like, really, um, as a child, I thought adult Christians were, right. like, really sticklers and really yeah. uptight and really legalistic, as you would call it now. Right. There was a whole lot of rules, and you know, but it's really not like that. You know, it's mm-hmm. really not. Um I don't know. I bet what? they speak in King James when yeah, they get home. Right. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about? Yes. Without fix me some you tea. Know, I, had know, I, I had a one time. I had a one. I'm going to share this one time. And this was, I'm going to say it was Trent. You know Trent, my buddy <laughs> yeah. Trent. Yeah. We're at church. And, and I'm not, look, and, and I promise you, I'm not making fun of anybody. <laughs> I, it, when you, you say know. that, when you say that, and then you laugh, that's probably not the way to do that. But I'm really not making fun of anybody. I'm not f- making fun of the way anybody prays because praying is is a communication with Almighty God. It does not have to be eloquent. It do, it can be however you want to do right. it. You're communicating with the Creator of the universe, and that, and yeah. I'm not making fun yeah. of it. However, I will say this. Go ahead. What was you gonna say? Well, like my sister-in-law, when she prays, I'll never forget. I asked her to pray one time. Your sister-in-law, in our, Kylie. Okay. I asked her to to pray one time in our in our youth group because she comes and sits in and helps with the youth and does a fantastic job and she acts like they do so you know they love her and mm-hmm. they 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 just cling to her and she's she's been wonderful for them mm-hmm. but I remember asking her you know hey will you dismiss us in prayer and, you know bow our heads close our eyes and I hear hey God what's up it's me and I was like. I remember I raised up. In the Whoa! And I was like, okay, hey, but you know what? That's how she does it. So yeah. fine, I'm yeah, cool with that's that. That's right. You know, yeah. it don't matter. Yeah, that's right. We're not. I mean, like, we ain't gonna critique no um, somebody's prayer no, or anything like never. that. But all right, so we were at church and it was time to dismiss. The preacher asked one of the older people in the church to pray to dismiss us. Well, this particular older guy that prayed, whenever he prayed out loud, I don't know if he does it in his prayer time at home. I have no idea. Anyway, he prays, and whenever he does, he speaks in the King James. He, he would pray like these and thou's and yeah, thine's yeah. and saith and all that stuff. Right. So he does it. He I've prays. people do that. Th- thy's and thou's and these and thine and all that. And then he gets done. <laughs> and when he got done, amen, things were dismissed, so it was more relaxed. People start to talk, you know. Yeah. And Trent looked at me. And he was as serious as he could be. And he looked at me just dead in the eye and he said, You know, Blake, I love a good old English prayer. And whenever he did, for whatever reason, it just caught me off guard because I guess I was thinking the same thing he was yeah. thinking. And I just started hysterically laughing. I'll never forget. It was one of the funniest things I've ever thought. You know, Blake, I just love a good old English prayer. Something that simple. Yeah. And I know Trent wasn't. He wasn't being ugly. No, he was just, you know, he's no. funny. He was just having a good time. And, and that's an example. A Christian can have a good time. You know what I mean? He, yeah. wasn't, he was not being malicious toward the man that he no. just prayed. He was just cutting up with his buddy right. about, you know, right. it wasn't malicious. And, and it's okay to have fun. Yes. It's okay to have a good time. Yes. It's okay to laugh at each other. Absolutely. It's okay to joke about each other. I do stupid stuff all the time. It's okay to laugh yeah. about it and have fun. You know. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. I, and I pick at everybody. Yeah, I, you know, that's just, just me. Normal. That's that's me trying yes. to say, hey, buddy, how you doing? Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. Oh, and Trent, if you're listening, we miss you, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to tell him to listen. I'm going to say, man, you are, you are one of the 
stars of this show. Absolutely. There'll be, I mean, there's probably going to be tens of thousands of people that hear this. So, yes, right. <laughs> so right. Trent, you're famous. And that bald head's going to turn red. <laughs> That's right. You know it is. That's right. Um, so what are we doing this week, Nathan? Let's hear about it. Wait, wait. First of all, what did you preach about this morning? I know we... Uh, Romans eight twenty eight. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people, basically, the... Um, for those the, things work out to the good for those who love the Lord and for those that He calls upon. It's it, it's basically the verse. Yeah, it's a little paraphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, um, I'm and a lot of people preach that as you know, good things are going to come your way through God. But I took it and um, little little personal background with my wife's. Um, half-sister's dad died and right before he died her daughter my niece um put his favorite verse on the bible app and that was it and i just remember thinking you know things didn't work out real well and i think i've talked about this a little bit mm-hmm. before um but god showed me in a whole new way about how um you know that was a very earthly way to look at it earthly mindset and so i practically i went talking about just from the beginning you know that you know, if if things do work out for for those who love the Lord and do His will, then then why do bad things happen to them? Mm-hmm. And so it's the million dollar question that everybody right, asks, right. right? I mean, and and to answer that, you have to go back to the garden when Adam and Eve took of that fruit and and ate the fruit, and then when by doing so, sin and death and sin disease entered, and right. all this entered. Yep. So you've got to understand that first. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, sin, what, what's the consequence of sin? Death. So um, there was nothing that, there was a gap between us and heaven, us and God. And, and Christ filled that. Mm-hmm. He, he was, was that bridge. And basically, um, you know, for those who love the Lord, get eternity. And those who don't, get hell. Mm-hmm. Basically. That's it. Was, was, that is the truth. Right. You know, truth and, and that we don't, people say, well, how do God... How does God send people to hell? Well, he don't. We choose to. See it. So it was basically a salvation message. Yeah. Um, Can't go wrong with that. Right. I feel That's like... the truth, too, man. I, I always respect... After you after you preach and mm-hmm. you, uh, you feel the... Whenever you... When you're standing and you're preaching, you can feel the tension in the room yeah. sometimes, right? You can feel the tension. So what that's made me do is it makes me have... It, it, I have more respect when I when I see someone stand to preach or teach a Sunday school mm-hmm. class, whatever it may be, when they stand up and they just tell the truth, just straight truth, like mm-hmm. you just said. Yeah. Go to hell if mm-hmm. they do not, they will go to hell, right? Right. And just to tell the truth, because it's, it's not comfortable just to say that, but you wow. have to care about people enough to tell them the truth, right? I mean, because it's not it's not <coughs> it's not a pleasant thing to Dang. say. <coughs> God, I about suck that cough drop. I'm fixing to just spit. He's this having thing trouble, out. man. I'm he, He's like having a kid with you, with the candy. You have to watch him. We'll have to get you some lifesavers. They have the little hole in it in case you choke. Um, but but it's just the truth, right? Yeah. And, and to, to, yeah. to care enough to tell somebody the truth, even though it's not comfortable. Well, right? I feel like you can't talk to somebody about going to heaven without mentioning hell. That's right. It's like a Big Mac French fries. Right. you got to have one, you, you you have both, have one right? without the other. That's no, right. they go together. So... And I think for people to understand heaven, you've got to be able to understand hell too. That's it. And and I think a lot of people don't teach and preach that enough. That's it. They they want to talk about God's love and God's grace, but they leave out hell. I guess they're afraid they're gonna they might they might scare some people off. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But 
you you have to you just you you just have to that's it it's that uncomfortable talk that's it but but you have to care enough to tell the truth yeah absolutely good for you good for you man people that like yeah not everybody gets the truth and so the the people that people that are willing to stand up and tell the truth to everybody everybody there is better off because of it right everybody there is better off the person that's saying it and the people that are listening everyone is better off because the truth got proclaimed right well you know when i told them i said look this is what i want y'all to do is i want you to to go home google bible verses about heaven and read them all and then turn around and search for bible verses about hell and then read all those um you're gonna find more yeah yeah all right so romans 12 1 and 2 that's where we're gonna be this is some of my two of my favorite verses yes um i know you said you'd been studying them or you'd studied them previously and had right. some stuff but yeah um so let's read it. I'm going to read it, and okay, then we'll just talk about it, and we'll relate, and we'll just share, and whatever else. So it says, Romans 12, 1 and 2. <clears throat> this is Paul writing to the church at Rome, or the Roman Christians. He said, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Um, what you got right there? Go ahead. Jump Man, so my, my favorite part and probably all this is the first part of verse 2 where it says, and be not conformed mm. to this world. Mm. Um, and I think that's where a lot of times we lose our focus and we go wrong because we try to be like the world. We try yep. to have the fancy cars, the fancy yep. houses, the best of the best yep. of the best. And, and and so many times we well, we just lose focus on God that's and it. we try to focus on the things around us. Yep. Um, real quick, I've got... I actually did a sermon not too long ago over um, this this exact topic, and um, I got four things, four steps on how to renew your mind and spirit mm-hmm. daily through Christ Jesus, based off of these verses. Number one is remember it's God's show. Okay, John uh, three thirty says He must increase, but I must decrease. There you go. Um, we always have to focus on Christ and remember that He's in control. We're yep. not. Yep. Um, we we have to focus on Him, okay. And then when things go bad, we have to continue to focus on Him because yep. we'll have throw ourselves a pity party, yep. feel sorry for me, get mad at God, blame yep. God. But we have to we have to we have to focus on Him. That's right. And a lot of times Satan will throw landmines at our feet. You know, God's got something coming our way, and we miss it because we're too busy stepping on Satan's landmines right. and getting distracted. Well, like that right there in verse 1 that, go, that goes right with what you're saying. It, the Bible says to present your body a living sacrifice, mm-hmm. wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Mm-hmm. Um, God says to our life is to be a living sacrifice mm-hmm. to him. He died for us. We ought to live for him. <clears throat> a living yeah. sacrifice to him, which is holy and acceptable to God. And then Paul said it's your reasonable service. Yeah. Paul's not asking us to do anything out of the ordinary. He's at, what he's asking you to do to live for God is a reasonable request. Yes, is what he said. And by that, like you said, that means to 
look to him in the good and look mm-hmm. to him in the bad, and it's his show, and it ain't my show. This is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, anyway, go ahead. Second thing I have is it takes sacrifice. Speaking of sacrifice. Yes. It takes sacrifice. Matthew nineteen twenty one says, Jesus said unto him, If thou wilt be perfect, go and sell what you have and give to the poor, and that you shall have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. So renewing takes sacrifice. Um, you're going to have to give things up. You're going to have to cut people out of your life. Things that you don't want to, people you don't want to, you're going to have to because they're just a stumbling block. Let's just be honest. There's people in our lives that we love and we love greatly, but they're stumbling blocks. Yep. I mean, and I don't, it just is what it is. Yep, whatever that may mean to you, right. that's right. And um, also, also part of sacrifice is being obedient. Um, obedience is key. It's okay to make sacrifices to God, and, and two, it's expected. Yep. Um, the third thing I have is it's okay to fall apart. And this uh-huh. is probably the least amount related of all of them, but... You know, we live in a world where it's you know you can't be weak, you can't mm-hmm. fall apart, you can't you know suck it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but John sixteen thirty three, and I've and I've referenced this I think the week before last. Um, These things I've spoken to you that you may have peace in the world. You will have tri- tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Um, tacos, man. Tacos fall apart, but everybody still loves tacos. That's right. You know, how many times have you gone to Taco Bell? You pull your taco <laughs> out, man, and it just rips and falls in your lap, uh-huh. right? And <clears throat> really, you can't put a taco back together and you can't eat it. But God, we're like tacos. You know, you you, you just you dump it into a bowl and make a taco That's salad. Right. Right. Our life is a taco. When it breaks, right. God makes us a taco uh-huh. salad. He uses us. Uh-huh. Um, but. <clears throat> you you got because there's going to be days where Satan's just beating you down and Satan's mm-hmm. attacking you, and you're going to feel like breaking down, and that's okay because that's when God can use you the most, mm-hmm. um, and He can shape you and He can mold you. Um, one of the notes I put here is um, let Christ carry you, um, let Him carry you. You know I wouldn't be where I was if I if I didn't let Him carry me. Mm-hmm. And as people, again, we're prideful, prideful people, and we try to fix our own problems and we try to fix our own mistakes and sometimes we just can't that's right um, and god's the only way we can um another note i put was let christ be your anchor uh number four that i put away to renew your mind through through christ jesus is to have a relationship with christ jesus um john three thirty six says he's that believeth on me on the son hath everlasting life and he that believeth not on the son shall not see life but the wrath of god that abideth on him um, <clears throat> if you have a relationship with God, with Christ, you want to do these things. You want to be obedient. You want to make sacrifices. Mm-hmm. You want to do the things that most people are not going to want to do. Yep. Um, and and it's important to grow your relationship, to grow it with Christ. Um, <clears throat> and it's it's I mean, and what a great way to say you know to wake up and say, all right, Lord, here we go. Let's let's start it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Denzel Washington. He's got some really good quotes. He says a lot of really good things. But, you know, he, he says to um, always put your feet, your feet, put your shoes under the bed at night. So when you wake up, first thing you have to do is hit your knees in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got to you got to give God what's his. I think in order for you to completely renew your mind and spirit through Christ Jesus on the daily, yep. you, you've got to just, man, you got to give it all. Mm-hmm. Well, do not be conformed. 
Verse 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The first part right there, um, do not be conformed to this world, mm-hmm. to be different. Dare yeah. to be different. Yeah. It is okay to be different. Yeah, That's what I, I try to tell the kids, um, try to make them understand is that it is okay to be different. You do not have to do what everybody else does. There, no. you know, If we're honest, there's even pressure for adults Absolutely. To conform, you want, you know we all want to be liked. We we don't you don't want to be the odd man out. Yeah. You want to be the one. You know you want to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but the Bible says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind." It starts between our ears, right? Absolutely. We make the, those decisions. Everything that mm-hmm. we do starts with a thought, um, both good or bad. It starts between our ears, and then we we get take it from there. Absolutely, right? that's where it starts. That's it. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. We we. Don't be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that we may prove, that we may show everybody else mm-hmm. what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Um, it makes me think one time, um, whenever I look at these, it always makes me think. So i got two thoughts. First thing is one time I had this person that um, – I was saved when I was about 12 years old. So I was a kid when I became a Christian. Mm-hmm. God saved me, um, saved my soul. I was sealed forever. Um, but then as I got older, I began to, as you know, teenager, late teens, began to make decisions that yep. were not good. Yep. Um, began to do things that a Christian has no business doing, mm-hmm. acting ways a Christian has no ways acting. You know, the, right. the story is as yep. old as time. Um, doing my own thing. And I, I had met this person, and I don't even remember what his name is, but we had become friends through, like, mutual friends and hanging out. And I had known him for months, several months, and had hung out with him multiple mm-hmm. times. And one day I was with him, and I don't remember what we were doing, but I remember somehow the, the conversation of, of Jesus and Christian came up. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I can't remember what I said, but I alluded to the fact that I was a Christian. And he looked at me like surprised, and he was like, "Oh, my, I had no idea you were a Christian." And when he said that, like, yeah. I felt like about as tall as an ant. You know, yeah, it, it like just hit me. Yes, I just been yes. punching the gut. Yes, and it was nobody's fault, my uncle's. I hadn't uh-huh. been acting like a Christian. There was no reason for him to think I was a yeah. Christian because I had not been behaving like one. I call that an aha uh-huh moment. Yeah, aha. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Um, what a fool. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What a fool I was. And here's the thing. Here's what it makes me think of. Because because I chose, made bad decisions, did not, these two verses didn't do them, didn't, didn't present my body to live in sacrifice, didn't, I was conformed to the world. Mm-hmm. Instead of not conforming, I did conform to the world. Yeah. Made ter- terrible decisions. Um, because of that, because of the decisions I made, mm-hmm. um, I brought other people down with me that thought yeah. I should be a Christian. They look at yeah. me and say, well, he's supposed to be a Christian, but look at how he's acting. He's mm-hmm. no different than anybody else, so I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And, and what a horrible feeling it is to think of your say, man, I was a stumbling block for that yes. person. Yes, yes. Well, see, here's the thing. I wasn't – some of these people that I was around and some people that we're all you that's listening mm-hmm. – they're ignorant. And when yeah. I say ignorant, I don't mean they're dumb. I mean they don't know any better. Right. It's one thing yeah. not to know any better. Yeah. Right? Like when you, you think about a child, if a child does something but they don't even know it's wrong, mm-hmm. that's different than when a yes. child knows better and they do it anyway. Yeah. I knew better. Yeah. I was not ignorant. I mm-hmm. knew what I should do. I knew what the truth was, but I chose not to. I said, right. yes, Blake, no Jesus. Is what I said. Yes, Blake, no Jesus. I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. Um, 
But make no mistake, because of those decisions that I make and because of the decisions we make, um, you know, I suffered for it. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. I suffered because of the decisions I made. See, because God knows I was not ignorant to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the Bible says over in, um, I think it's Galatians. Um, I believe it's Galatians. The Bible says, uh, you know, don't be deceived. Mm-hmm. God is no respecter of persons. Yeah. Um, whatever you you um, whatever you sow, that you also reap. Yeah. You reap what you sow. So, like, don't act like a fool and then be surprised whenever foolish things happen to you in your life, right? Absolutely. So because of the decisions I made, because I did not do these things, um, you know, I suffered. And I, and I know I did, and I deserved it. And I, and, I, and, I, and to be honest, I probably still suffer to this day in, in ways in my life yeah. because of the decisions I made 10 years ago, Yeah. right? And that's yeah. okay. I deserve it. So it's not that I don't deserve it. Those flashbacks. Yeah, well, just, yeah. It, it, you know, I've had problems in my life that have, you know, the um, anxiety, stuff yeah. like that. And I, I know mm-hmm. those are, I was, I've reaped what I've sown, right? Yeah. I've, I've dealt with these things because mm-hmm. of the decisions I made yeah. then. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I want to make clear is, is, and it's something that I didn't really understand, um, God, he calls us as Christians to be conformed to him, to pursue Jesus, try to act yeah. like Jesus, try to, to be about him, be about the things of him, love God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, um, love our neighbor as ourselves. However, however, that currency, as they say, that um, that is not payment. That, 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 I guess what I'm saying is, is that um, doing these things does not buy anything from the Lord. It doesn't, um, that you see, Paul said, that's your reasonable service. What I'm saying is, is that that is not a currency, um, for us to think we've achieved anything or some type of righteousness Mm -hmm. with God. You know what I mean? Because what it will do is, is if you do, you know, when you kind of get, you know, we all have those times and when we kind of got ourselves together and we're doing good, we are not righteous in God's eyes. We are, we have not achieved any righteousness where God looks at Blake and says, Oh man, he's amazing. You know, he's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, our righteousness is like filthy rags. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, it really is. We, we have not, um, um, we have not achieved anything as far as like, because uh, sometimes I we'll get that whole I put a sticker uh-huh. on me. I'm doing yeah. so good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's not what it is. Right. You know. Um, yeah. There's this. I think there's a misconception about being like trying to really be holy or be be um, live our life for the Lord and, and represent Him the way that we should. Um, and doing that in like, um, kind of like we, I, I don't really know how to, I don't know how I'm, I'm trying, no, I'm thinking it, but I don't really know how to put it in words, how to um, achieve some type of righteousness, some type of status in our own mind or whatever, but yeah. that's just not the case. You know what I'm saying? Can right. you can you help me with that? Do you, you understand what I'm saying? Uh, I'm having a little trouble here. Yeah, no, that's difficult to explain. Yeah. It's almost like we put ourselves on a pedestal sometimes. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, that that is that's. But God don't buy it. You know what I mean? No, it's not. It's not a. No. Um, you know, the Lord loves us, and we're like children. And yeah. but but it's not a. Um, it, we have not achieved some form of righteousness. I guess is what I'm saying. It's not. It, it's nothing that we should puff our chest up yeah. about doing what's reasonable. Well, we think it's something we can obtain. That's right. You know? Yeah, and it's not. It's no. God loved us so much um, that He gave Himself for us. And, and here, let me let me share something else. What I began. All right, so. When you don't like me personally, whenever I didn't do right, whenever I wasn't living the way I was supposed to be, and I and I suffered, and you know my life became you know miserable, wasn't the way that I wanted it to be. Um, you know God was uh, convicting me of my sin, mm-hmm. um, that sort of thing. What I began to do is, I began to um, 
I knew where to go, but I began to doubt my salvation that I was yeah, even saved absolutely. to begin with. You begin to doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, you begin to say, well, I must have lost it, right? I, I right. must have lost myself because there's no way if I was saved I could really do this, right? Right. right. Um, but well, then, then sometimes you pump the brakes on going to church. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, I, I ain't, no, yes. No, no I don't want to go to you know, church when I'm not doing right. You know, yeah. nobody wants to do that. That's no fun. And we start falling into Satan's trap. Yeah, you're being conformed to the world instead yeah. of not conforming. You are conforming. But what I did was I began to think that I'd maybe lost my salvation, yeah. right? But let me tell you, anybody that's listening, if you think um, if you think you've done something to where you can lose your salvation, let me tell you, I want to I want to give you something that that is going should clear that up. I'm gonna we'll take it straight out of the Bible. You don't have to listen to me; just listen to what the Bible says. But first, um, first thing is, if we could lose our salvation, we would. That's yes, the first thing to think. Absolutely. If, if it was possible, Christian. For us to lose our salvation, we would. There's no doubt about it. You would do something. I would. Well, we we would, sin every day. We sin every day. If, if we could lose it, we would. There's no doubt about that. Um, all right, let me look right here. I got it. I marked it earlier. Um, let's see. It's in Ephesians chapter 1, um, verse number 13. Ephesians 1, 13. I'm going to read this, and let me just read it like this. All right, Ephesians 1, 13, the Bible says, In whom, or excuse me, in him, talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. After you believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And that says, who, who, talking about the Holy Spirit, is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession mm-hmm. to the praise of his glory. Talking about the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Um, in, the, in the King James Version right there, it says, who is the earnest yeah. of our inheritance. You know what earnest is, to understand what earnest is. So the Bible right here, the Bible tells you, Christian, is that whenever you become a Christian, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Mm-hmm. It says God gave us the Holy Spirit, God the Holy Spirit. We God gave us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee, as the earnest, as the down payment for our salvation. And what he did when he when he gave us that, he promised us that he was going to finish the work, right? With that that um, we've been saved, we're sealed in him, um, that that um, we're going to spend eternity in heaven. That Christ yeah. is going to come back for His church. He gave us that as yeah. a promise, the guarantee, the earnest. What an earnest, the earnest payment is. If you go and buy a house, um, you go and buy a house. You, whenever you make the offer on the house, there may be an earnest payment yeah. that you have to make. That earnest payment yeah. is basically say you say that your earnest payment is five thousand dollars. You're buying a house for two hundred thousand. There's an earnest payment of five thousand. The earnest payment means that. You're giving you you're putting five thousand dollars up front, and you're saying that come closing day, I'm going to be there, and yep. this deal is going to close, right, right? Right. And if it comes closing day, and you don't hold up your end of the deal and pay the two hundred thousand dollars for the house, the sellers keep that five thousand dollars. It is yep. the earnest. It it is non refundable, right? right? So God tells us that He gave us the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. as a non refundable down payment. Yeah. To tell us that he is um, he is our guarantee of our inheritance mm-hmm. until the redemption of the purchased possession. Talking about us, we're the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. God gave us the Holy Spirit as a down payment, earnest payment, a guarantee that he was going to complete the work, that he was going to redeem the purchased possession, which is us. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So since God gave us the Holy Spirit as that down payment, the only way that we could ever lose our salvation, think about it, the only way you could ever lose your salvation is is if God stopped being God. Right. He gave us the Holy Spirit as a down payment guarantee that he was going to complete the work that everything he told us that Mm -hmm. was true. Mm -hmm. So we have the Holy Spirit as that guarantee. So the only way... That, that God is not going to fulfill his promise is if he stops being God. Yeah. And that ain't going to happen. No. Think about it. The only way, Christian, you will ever lose your salvation is if God stops being God, and that's not going to happen. The point is you can't lose it. Right. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit. You, you, it's done. When, when you become a Christian, it's finished. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no losing it. There's no turning back. Mm-hmm. God has promised you. He has given you the guarantee of the Holy Spirit. God is not going to stop being God, so it's done. It's finished. Well, let's focus on that word sealed for just one minute. I really like that there. Um, you, you think of a, of sealed. Um, Ziploc bag, for example, and it's probably mm-hmm. not even the best example. But um, let's say you make some chili, you throw it in a Ziploc bag, you seal it up, you throw it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. right? So you seal it up knowing, hey, this ain't going to leak. Mm-hmm. It's not going to leak out. It's not going to spill. It's not going to spew. It's locked up in here. Mm-hmm. Same thing with salvation. Like when it. he sealed it, it sealed. It's shut. It. He's it. not getting out. So that, you that popped into my mind. sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah. That's right. That's it. That's good. Um, I don't know, man. That, that, there's just so many lies that go along with it, so many lies of the devil, I guess, as they say. Yeah. Um, it's like when, once you get, if you get down, you know, if, you, if you're if you a Christian and you get down doing things you don't need to be doing, whatever, you just get down, that's whenever things like things just kind of pile on. Yeah, right. and, and what we'll do is, if we're not careful, is now, now I'm an advocate for telling people the truth. Like we were talking about earlier, you tell them the truth, you tell people the truth. However, what we'll do is Christians, church-going people, Christians, they will pile on yes. in a heartbeat whenever yeah. somebody gets where they don't need to be. Right. They will absolutely pile on and pummel yeah. somebody yeah. who's already in a vulnerable position. Because mm-hmm. whenever you get down, you're vulnerable to begin with. Yes. And then we'll just pile on yeah. instead of picking them up. It's, yeah. you can, I'm not saying to, to condone what they're doing or to not be truthful with them, but you can still love them. You do absolutely. not have to pile on. Right. Well, like I, I think of... When you say piling on, it makes me think of a stoning yes. where everybody just stands yes. around like that person's in the fetal position on the ground. Yes. You know, got their head covered. No mercy. Right, and people just sitting here just just pounding away, man, yeah. just throwing a stone after stone after mm-hmm. stone. Um, and that's where we lose a lot of people. Yeah. That's why a lot of people walk away from the church. That's why yeah. a lot of people say, I'm, you know, you'll never, never catch me. Yes. I will never shadow a door. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, so... Uh, that that's where a lot of that comes from. What do you think? I'm gonna kind of throw you a, just a question. We didn't discuss this, but what, all right, so what? When it says "do not be conformed uh-huh. to this world," uh-huh. what do you think is a um, not necessarily the main one? But what do you think are some uh, some ways that adults in today's society that we mm-hmm. live in? What are some of the the ways that we that most struggle not to conform? What are some of the ways that people get drug into behaviors or activities or whatever? That they have no business doing attitudes. Man, I think step one is we want to be like others. Yeah. Um, and what I mean is if if my neighbor has a nice car 
then I think I should have a nice car. Yeah. Or they've redone their yard, so we have to redo our yard. Yeah. And and even though that sounds a little, I guess a little petty, um, it's also bigger things too. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, so and so is going out and having a good time, and I'm stuck here at the house. I want to go out and have a good time, mm-hmm. and then. Then you, you call your boys or somebody, mm-hmm. and hey, let's let's. I'm I'm tired of sitting around the house. I'm tired of watching so and so, seeing them on Facebook mm-hmm. with this and this and this. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm going out, and I'm, and the next thing you know, you're conforming to the world before you realize it. And I think it starts with little things. Yeah, I think it starts with comparing yourself to others. Yeah, yeah. Comparison um, is a fool there, too. And I think that's where it starts. Yeah. For a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah. And from there, it it leads into bigger, mm-hmm. darker roads. That's it. That's 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 my thought on that anyway. And, and when you, whenever you said that, it made me think about like um, uh, like divorce. Mm-hmm. You see a couple get a divorce, and you yeah. think, man, look at them. They're so much happier now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll look at them. They got. Right. She's yeah. got a new boyfriend. He's got a new girlfriend. They're mm-hmm. so happy, right? Yeah. And, man, I wonder, we would be, you know, we're not happy. I'm right. not happy in my marriage, right? right. Yeah. We'd be so much happier yeah. apart. Or they, no, look, they got remarried. Look how happy, yeah. you know, he, she is or he yeah. is. Well, yeah, well, no. Absolutely. No, God wants you to fight for your marriage, right? Right. He wants you to fight for your marriage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that the, the Lord wants you to battle for your marriage. He does yeah. not want us to say, you know what, um, I'm just not all that happy. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm gonna go yeah. somewhere else and find happy because they did. You know, they yeah. they they split up. Right. And they're much happier, right? Yeah. Um, and and you know, and that's, that's it's so deceiving because you don't know their circumstances. That's right. That social media happiness, right? Right. Absolutely. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I mean, me and Holly yeah. last week, whenever I told Will Santa Claus wasn't real, we could have took a picture. We could have mm-hmm. both smiled real big in a picture and, yeah. and put it on Facebook and said, "Oh, the, yeah, we're just having the best of days," Absolutely. and everybody would have believed it. They wouldn't have known yeah. that she just chewed me out for. Right. Right. Telling my son the truth, mm-hmm. but but we we see <laughs> we see so many people pretending. That's it. That we can't. That's we it. can't see through it. That's it. So and so what you're doing is you're trying to conform to a lie. Yeah, <laughs> you're, absolutely. You're conforming to something that's not even real. Right, right. But but I mean everybody, you've got to be this. Yeah. You've got to be materialistic. You, yeah. You've got to be wealthy. That's you've it. got to be skinny. Well, y'all are wealthy. You've got to y'all be, are wealthy. So. Whatever. You gotta be. Y'all got money. <laughs> you gotta be muscular. You gotta, you know, you gotta have all these things, um, and then people just fall into it. I see it. And, and it, especially like you said, it's not even real. That that no. just you just struck a chord with right. me whenever you said that. Yeah. So you you. You, you see the deception of conforming to the world because you're conforming to things that are not even real. You're conforming right. to something that you that appears a certain way, but it's really not. How many have you? All right, tell, how many people do you know? And we ain't gonna name no names. How many people do you know that they portray one thing mm-hmm. in public? Mm-hmm. They portray one thing in places they go. They portray one thing on social media, whatever. But you know them intimately, and you know that they're really not happy, or right. they're really. Yeah. Things are not going the way they want them to. Or they're yeah. really struggling. Yeah. That they're they're yeah. they're not being honest all about something, right? All we time. all know those people. We've probably yeah. all been those people at some point, right? Yeah. We've yeah. all Absolutely. had times when we're putting on this Absolutely. facade of wonderfulness yeah. and yeah. happiness. Um, and and what people don't realize is, if you're chasing something that's not real, oh, you'll never get you it. You can't get it. It's not real, right. right? Right. And but you know what though, like, Lord God, He's real, man. I see it. And, and he knows. Yes. He knows when yes. we when he knows the games that we play, right? So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. 
me and you, mm-hmm. we can put on a show just like anybody else can. You can put on a show and make everybody else think you have everything together mm-hmm. and you're doing everything perfect and mm-hmm. you're the perfect friend mm-hmm. and son and parent and yeah. daughter and wife, whatever. But be living in some type of secret sin. Or turmoil. Or just, or just yeah. turmoil at home. Right. But God sees that, right? Yeah. He yeah. sees right through right. all Absolutely. of it and he sees us where we are. Yeah. Um, but man, he loved us so much that he gave himself for us. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. he saw me for what I am. Yeah. He knows me better than I know myself. He saw, um, made me think about politics, but I don't think we're ready for that yet. No, do you? no. I don't want to upset you talking about politics. You know. I don't want you to get too no. fired up. But anyway, so I want you to think about, so me and you, and then everybody listen, I want you to think about the, um, the worst things that you've ever done. Mm-hmm. In secret, right? Think mm-hmm. about the worst things you've ever done in secret. Yeah. The worst things you've ever said mm-hmm. in private or friends mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. The most mean things you've ever said about people, two yeah. people. Think about that. All right, and see, and now think that God, he knew that. Mm-hmm. He knew you before the foundation of the world. He knew the worst things you were going to do, the worst yeah. things you were going to say, and he still loved you so much that he gave himself for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, we can move on from this. This For nothing. Yes. We have nothing to offer. We can wash this away. Yes. He yeah. called you, mm-hmm. and you had nothing to offer him mm-hmm. other than sin. Yeah. He took your sin, and he gave mm-hmm. you his righteousness. Mm-hmm. We took on Christ's righteousness. Mm-hmm. We're not right. righteous of ourselves. We're righteous through him, For his righteousness. Yes. Mm-hmm. It don't get no better than no. that. It does not get any better than that. Well, and, and to me, that's why why these verses are so important. Um, and and this was the youth group's theme, still is, as far as I'm concerned. What's that? Romans twelve one and two. I see it, man. Because, well, and and, and for me, I think it's <clears throat> it's a motivational verse. It's a verse that you you read. You could read it every single day yes. as a reminder of, hey, yes. this is how I need to be. That's right. This is what I need to be doing. That's right. Um, and it's like I, I knew this verse, but it wasn't until I heard a song that it really, I don't want to say changed my walk with the Lord, mm-hmm. but it definitely strengthened it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just real quick, I'm just going to read a few few notes from it. Go ahead. Um, the name of the song is Different by Micah Tyler. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that song. Man, me too. That's actually the song I sang at church. Are you serious? Yes. Me and Maddie. Well, how did I Me miss and Maddie, that? What, I don't know. I don't know. Is it recorded? Oh man, I don't. I don't listen I'm to sure. It. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No, I don't, you don't. Don't matter how you sounded, man. You tell no. them the truth. There's another truth well, bomb. You. Yep. Yeah. Well, you know, and so I was being obedient. Hey, I mean, you I cannot go wrong if right, you're being obedient. Like, I can't sing. I can't carry a tune in the bucket. I I can't dance, but I love music. There you go. I love it, and it moves me in ways yeah, that nothing else too. does. Yeah. Me too. And. I was, you know, I've been, I've been harking on the kids about, you know what, the Lord tells you sing, sing. If He tells you do something, do something. And then I heard, hey, guess what? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, not me. This is for the kids, right? not me. So I called my niece up because she loved the song, and I said, look, she's actually the one that introduced me to the song, Maddie. And I said, look, you want to sing this song with me? She's like, are you serious? Because she's super excited. I'm dreading it. She's yeah. super excited. And I'm like. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, so we practiced it, and I was nervous. Like, I get, 
I get up there and sing. Like, I get this huge adrenaline rush. Get down. I feel like I'm a vomit. Um, mm-hmm. But, man, let me tell you, it's um, it, it, it's so rewarding. You get up there and you sing a song, and you see people come to the altar. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not me. There They're not go. coming because of me. That's right. right? As Maddie Reynolds says, I'm being a vessel. That's right. I was being a vessel. That's, That's right. it. But because I was obedient, I feel like I got blessed and got to see that. That's right. You know, it Who cares my, what you sounded like? Right. It wasn't my singing. It wasn't my singing. But God used the words of the song right. to get to people. So, um, and this is how it starts off. And if you've never heard of the song, man, uh, get on YouTube and look up um, Micah Tyler Different Acoustic. The acoustic version to me is just way better. Um, it's just stripped down. You can hear it in his voice. You can mm-hmm. tell it means something to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it says, I don't want to hear anymore. Teach me to listen. I don't want to see anymore. Give me a vision that you could move this heart to be set apart. I don't need to recognize the man in the mirror. And I don't want to trade your plan for something familiar. I can't waste a day. I can't stay the same. I want to be different. I want to be changed till all of me is gone and all that remains is a fire so bright. And look, man, I'm getting, I wish I didn't have on this jacket. I'm getting cold chills. A fire, all, all that remains is a fire so bright the whole world can see that there's something different. So come and be different in me. Mm-hmm. Man, that's, look, and then the next verse, I'm just going to keep Go. going. I don't want to spend my life stuck in a pattern. And I don't want to gain this world and lose what matters, right? And if we and if we really focus on renewing ourselves through Christ Jesus, we're not going to get stuck in that pattern. That's it. And we're not going to lose mm-hmm. what matters. And so I'm giving up everything because, and again, the chorus, I want to be different. I want to be changed. So all of me is gone and all that remains. Is a fire so bright the whole world can see that there's something different, so come and be different. And I really like the bridge of the song. I know that I'm far from perfect, but through you, the cross says I'm worth it. So take this beating in my heart and come and finish what you've started. When they see me, let them see you because I want to be different. Mm. Man, and that's, boy, that song gets me. It Mm. gets me. That's good, man. I want to be different. Mm -hmm. All of me is gone. And all that remains is a fire so bright. That's it, man. Just be yeah. different. Right. Be different. That's what I, I mean. I challenge myself, you, Nathan, mm-hmm. anybody that's listening, be different. Yeah. And, and and here's the thing. If you're if you're wrapped up in something right now that you have no business being wrapped up in, mm-hmm. it is never too late no. to stop. No. No. S- turn from it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, right. Like, I wish somebody would have came to me and just shook me yeah. and said, stop what you're doing and yeah. get back right where you need to be. Well, man, Your think, life will be so much better. I think people try to tell us. I know they try to tell us. Yeah. Boy, I can't tell you how many times my daddy told me, boy, you need to get your butt and them kids in church. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. But I was too busy yeah. doing me. Yeah, I know. You I know. know. I know. Like, people try. We just don't. We don't like, first of all, we don't like being told we're wrong. Yeah. We're doing something we shouldn't be doing. I don't, for sure. No. And... You know we, you know what? I'll show them. I'm yeah. fine. I'm yeah. fine. Yeah. And then we keep on, and it's it's yeah. a repeat circle. Man. Well, just do just uh, just stop. You know, go to yeah. the Lord. Ask Him to help yeah. you to fix this. God, you help yeah. me. Mm-hmm. The first thing you got to do is repent. Yeah. Forgive me, Lord, and I'm gonna stop. Yeah. Turn from it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and just watch what God does. Yeah. Watch what He does. And that don't mean thing. That that does not necessarily mean that God is going to snap His finger and everything's going to go back perfect the way it is. But man, you might gain some inner peace that you haven't had in a long time. And I tell you yeah. what, I have that peace that only God can provide is worth more than anything else in this mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else better than the peace that only God can give us. Yeah. Nothing else better. I'd rather live in Him in peace than have all the money in the world and not have peace. Because yeah. once you've lost your peace, mm-hmm. if you've ever, tr- a Christian that has truly lost their peace in Christ, man, it's the most miserable. you got to feel like you've lost everything. You, the, everything. Mm-hmm. You come to the end of yourself. Yeah. Misery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just turn back to Jesus. Right. So I know what it feels like to have the peace of Christ and, yeah. and how amazing that feels. Yeah. Man, I can't imagine that being void. Mm-mm. I just can't. Mm-mm. That's that's really that's a scary yes, thought. Yes. Um. Man, just look to Jesus. You know what I mean? I, I don't. Um, you know, I, I don't know if. Um, you know, if you're a Christian and you don't and you and you're not where you need to be in life, if you're, you're doing things you don't need to be doing, um, you're not being faithful to your spouse, you're. Drinking too much alcohol, taking pain pills too much. Um, just whatever, man. Whatever it may be. You yeah. know, there's so many things that, because here's what you'll do is you'll, you'll, I think I was so dumb and I think people become so, um, I was dumb. I don't know what anybody else may be. I'm not going to call anybody dumb now. But you, you, you almost don't see what you're doing is wrong. Mm-hmm. You can still see that everything everybody else does is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But until somebody just like points out mm-hmm. like this right here is wrong, like you, it's almost like you don't see it. You choose not to see it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, man, turn back to Jesus. Yeah. Get it right. You know, just turn back to him and you will not, re- you will never regret. I have never heard somebody say that they regretted following the Lord and no. doing what he would have them no. to do with their life. I've never no. heard somebody say that. No. Oh, you know, man, I really wish I would have not Mm-mm. served Jesus and did what he would have me to do. No, they don't no. say. That. They say, "I wish I wouldn't have wasted my life in sin and foolishness." Yeah. That's the things yeah. that people say. I w- or I wish I'd have done it sooner. Wish I'd have done it sooner. Yeah. I wish I wouldn't have wasted so much time. Mm-hmm. Um, man, if you and if you don't know the Lord, um, I pray the Lord will save you. You know, Jesus right. Christ died for our sins. He gave mm-hmm. Himself for our sins mm-hmm. on the cross. Um, the Bible says that when when He gave Himself, that the the sins yeah. of mankind were poured out. Judgment for sin was poured out on the Lord Jesus Christ mm-hmm. on the cross. Mm-hmm. judgment for sin. Yeah. He died, he was buried, and he rose again that third day, and he's alive today. And the Bible says that our sins yeah. are forgiven through him. All we have to do is, is trust him, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And that mm-hmm. belief, I mean, it's not just an intellectual belief. It's, right. a, it's a trust. Yes. It's a trust that he died for me, Yes, yes. and I'm going to follow him. And, 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 you know, you always hear people say that there's just the age-old debate about... Because um, the Bible says... Mm-hmm. That nobody can come to God unless the Spirit draws them, right? right. Um, but let me tell you this: you know, sometimes we might get a little too stuck on that. That you know, the, yeah. the Bible says that God wants, um, and I, and I shouldn't say stuck on. Let me explain. Um, Christ died for everybody, and and a, and let me tell you a really good sign that God's drawing you to Himself is if you're hearing somebody explain mm-hmm. the gospel. Yeah, right? absolutely. If you're hearing somebody explain the gospel to you, that's a really good indicator to me. That God's drawing you to Himself. Right. If you're sitting in church and listening to people pray mm-hmm. and sing and mm-hmm. preach the gospel, that's a really good indication mm-hmm. to me that God's drawing you to Himself. Yeah. Trust Him today, man. Well, Turn well, to Him. Well, God, things don't happen by coincidence. No. 
No. Do you understand? In or, I, I, we talked about this at church today, too. Do you understand, in order for you to sit in a church service, in order for you, the person that you are right now, to be listening to this podcast, do you know how many billions of things had to occur yeah. to get there? Oh, yeah. Think about... If you your, just really sit down and look at think it. Think about to your parents yes. and their parents yes. and their parents yes. and their parents. And you are the person you are today because of all those people, uh-huh. all those people, all the way yeah. back, however far. I don't even know who. Can't I, deny genetics. I can't even name my great granddaddy. You know, I don't even know what his name was. But you just go far, 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 yeah. far, far, far. All those people, all those decisions that were made through mm-hmm. the years, and then come to here, and you are who you are, and then yeah. you've made how many billion of decisions we've made, and then you come to any moment in time, mm-hmm. and you interact with people, you cross paths with people, you listen to something. Um, God can draw us mm-hmm. in many. Any way he so chooses. Well, and, and a lot of people take salvation and they overcomplicate it. Yes, but it's not complicated. No. He did it. He did it all. Right. So your your favorite mother-in-law, Melissa. Mm. Um, idiot. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, was a, that was hard. She ain't an idiot. She's a little bit slow, but she ain't an idiot. I'm so just kidding. She, she explains. She's, she <laughs> we gonna, love her. She's going to whoop you. It's, it looks, she's my aunt. I can't say nothing bad about her. Um, she loves me very much. She's sweet. Um She's special, though. She but she, let me tell you, that's a lady that she's in touch with the Holy Spirit, and she listens to God, and she breaks salvation down so simple. And I, I'll never I'll never forget him. I, I started trying to write it down when she said it, because I was like, never thought about it like that. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I've done like, gave a message. I just had started preaching, and she says, you know, salvation's as really as easy as ABC. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. But no, she really meant it. Okay. Because A, is admit that you're a sinner. Yeah. B, believe that Christ died for you on the cross. That's right. And C, confess him as Lord. So when she said that, I was like, wow. Yeah. You just just told a whole lot of truth there. Yeah. And it was so (laughs) simple. That's right. And so now, like, when, when, like, the youth at the church come up to me, that's that's how I explain it to them. You know, I, I got a part of my Bible. That, I, that Brother Joey gave me, and I and I flipped it, and I and I read because it does a really good job of explaining salvation. Yeah. So, um, I read that to them, and I explain it to them. I pretty much explain to them what I read to them. Yeah. And then I explain the ABC. That's good, man. And Admit you're a sinner, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. and confess Him as your Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and it's literally as simple ABC. as ABC, right? <laughs> That's good, man. Yeah, ABC. God died for Jesus. Died for you and me. I that's mean, it. you know. Yeah, that's I it, mean. and it's true, man. And 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 man, God draws people to Himself. He draws people to yeah. Himself. He he. People yeah. hear the gospel, right? They yeah. they hear the gospel in in songs, mm-hmm. in prayers, and coworkers, and yeah. family members, and Sunday school teachers, preachers, yeah. TV preachers on TV. Whatever mm-hmm. God draws people to Himself, and it's Absolutely. not a mistake. No, you're not anywhere here no. in anything by mistake. No. God's in control of this thing. No. There's not one particle mm-hmm. in this atmosphere that's out of place. Right. He knows where it all is at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's amazing, man. It really is, man. He's been good to us. Yeah, and we don't even realize that's it right. Time. Don't be conformed. No, have enough courage to to be different. Yeah, um, man, and and I guess in closing, you know, it's just. Again, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And transformed, that's another word I like. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally, I mean, like transformer. Mm-hmm. You completely are changed. That's it. You Change, know? that's it. And it's through uh, him. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You'll show everybody, everybody else will look at you and say, that's what, you know, that he'll use us as an example yeah. for others. Yeah. What a responsibility that is. Mm-hmm. Man, I hope you all have a good week. I know. Looking forward to it. What's well, This is our fourth one so far we've done. Yep. And, man, it's it's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I've enjoyed it, man. I really have. Um, um, don't know what we're going to bring next week. We'll see see what comes our way. That's right. Um. But, man, I guess until then, y'all, y'all have a blessed week. Yeah, y'all have a good week. God bless y'all.